The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio with your host, Sheriff Joe Bags. What is going on, Rams fans? Welcome back to another edition of Ram Showcase right here on Sports War Radio. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Audible, and with over 480,000 titles to choose from, you can get a free month of Audible and a free download. All you need to do is go to www.audible.com slash ramshowcase. I am your host, Joe Brandon, but you can and should call me Sheriff Joe Bags, laying down the law for you guys. And uh, first, I want to open up and apologize for not getting this episode out to you guys earlier. I did have every intention of doing the regular Wednesday episode, which is going to continue throughout the off season. Uh, but unfortunate health issues did strike, and it wasn't just because I was sad about Sunday's game, although I was pretty sad. But then we also celebrated. I don't know if you guys are my friend on Facebook. I shared some videos after the game. Me and my friends were doing like cake stands and stuff. It just we decided to celebrate. You know, it was a it was a strong year for the Rams, and uh, it didn't end the way we wanted to, but it was still it was still pretty good. Okay, uh, the Los Angeles Rams did unfortunately lose Super Bowl Fifty Three and will pick thirty first in the two thousand nineteen NFL Draft. This draft will take place the same weekend as the championship game of the AAF, which is pretty cool. Go Fleet. I've decided to uh, go with the Fleet. I am a Fleet fan. Mike Martz is the head coach. Dre Bly coaching the DBs and Oz Hakeem coaching the wide receivers. So I felt like that was an appropriate pick for me. There was a, There's a lot of uh, former Rams on some teams, but I decided to go with the, the the most ram-riddled coaching staff. So go fleet. It's going to be pretty cool stuff. Uh, game tonight, first game tonight, uh, which is going to be pretty exciting. By the time you're listening to this, I'll probably be watching the fleet, which is going to be pretty fun stuff. Uh, so let's talk about the Super Bowl for a little bit here. I don't want to go too crazy into it. It's all already almost been a week, so you guys already know what happened. You guys have already had plenty of discussions, so I won't go too crazy deep into this. Uh, the Rams offense clearly did not show up. Uh, I do want to hand it to the Wade Phillips-led defense, though. They had one of their best games of the season. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think that this was necessarily a defensive game. I, I, I posted on Facebook that I thought this game was boring. Uh, a couple people agreed. A couple people disagreed. The people that disagreed, their argument was that it was a defensive game. And I absolutely I disagree. I think it was just a poor offensive game on both sides. We were seeing quarterbacks missing guys. Uh, it was just, it was just not very good. Just, it seemed like a poor game plan by both offenses. And I don't think that it was necessarily really strong defenses, defensive play. I think a lot of it had to do though with the way the defenses were lining up, something we haven't seen a whole lot. The Patriots were really able to throw off Jared Goff and, um, it kind of went from there, but it's okay. It's okay, guys. I, it's going to be okay. I know I, we celebrated. I, I mentioned that, but 
is still that was a rough way to end what is what is going to go down as one of the better seasons the the Rams have ever had and that's how they capped it off so that's the lame part of this entire thing uh my next part here Jeff Fisher okay we we all know Jeff Fisher and I I <laughs> I don't like talking about Jeff Fisher anymore just because of who he is and what he did to us and what he did to my my heart for all those years uh, but Jeff Fisher has been pretty adamant that he wants some credit for the Rams and the fact that they're doing so well. So with that being said, uh, I'm going to go ahead and blame Jeff Fisher for the Super Bowl loss. I feel like that's uh, that's acceptable to blame Jeff Fisher for this loss 100%. Um, okay, I want to talk about this. I want to preface this, guys, um, by first letting you guys all know that I absolutely love you guys. I, I love you guys. I respect you guys. You guys are some of my favorite people in the world. If you listen to me talk every single week, you're good in my book. You are amazing. I want to talk about this, though. This LA Times headline. I've gotten a lot of lash back from this, and I, I just have to say my little piece here. Maybe you guys will agree. Maybe you guys will disagree. And if you disagree, that's totally fine. You can let me know. That's fine, too. Or you cannot let me know. Just know that no matter what, I respect your guys' opinions, okay? I absolutely do. My point, though, is the LA Times in their headline said, Lambs, not Rams. This headline has caused more issues with Rams fans than I ever thought possible. I saw this headline and was like, wow, that's not cool. But I didn't, like, take it to heart. It didn't hurt me emotionally. And I'm not trying to take shots at anybody here. I'm, not, I'm really not. I'm just trying to let you guys know my piece here. So this headline said, Lambs, not Rams. And to be completely honest with you guys, I laughed at this headline. It did not hurt my feelings. Uh, the reason that I laughed is because this is the most third grade level burn I've ever heard in my life. Can you imagine how many jokes us Rams fans would have for 49ers fans if a Bay Area newspaper put out an article with the title 40 Winers and 49ers fans lost their minds. Could you imagine how much trash we would be talking about them? I would have mentioned it here and made fun of them. That is not a big deal. And yes, it's an L.A. newspaper, and I get that. I understand that for, for some of you guys in Los Angeles, you guys read this newspaper, you guys respected this newspaper, and they're just going to take a shot at your team. But first of all, let me point out, the Rams did not play well in the Super Bowl. Three points from a Sean McVay-led offense, the worst in his time uh, with the Rams. The previous worst was six points against the Chicago Bears earlier this year. But the Rams didn't play very well. And they called us the Lambs. And I, I just don't think that a third-grade level burn should be garnering this much attention and the writer of the article you guys uh most of you guys know him arash is his name uh he did actually not write the headline for this article he wrote the article did not write the headline and uh, a lot of you guys hating on him he was actually writing a lot of articles and throwing a lot of respect towards the rams when the relocation was kind of just in flux and wasn't happening and he wrote articles with titles such as, Bring the Rams Back to Where They Belong. 
things like that. So I think the hate is being directed at the wrong places. And also, I think the level of hate is just a little bit much, guys. I think we just need to rein it in. And that's simply because we're Los Angeles Rams fans. We love this team more than we love anything else. And and maybe I'm speaking for just myself, but I know there's some of you guys out there that would probably take a bullet for this team, just like me. Love this team. There is nothing on this planet that I love more than the Los Angeles Rams, but a simple headline is not going to change my opinions. It's not going to hurt my feelings because I'm just emotionally strong, and I'm not trying to call anybody emotionally weak, but getting super crazy offended because somebody called us the Lambs is a joke. That's all I need to say about that. Um, I'm not trying to take shots. I'm not trying to give a personal attack here. I'm saying the fact that this is hurting so many people's feelings is ridiculous. I know it's 2019. I know people love to be offended right now, but we've got to rein this in. And of all the things that have happened in this past week, I think a headline should be the least of our worries. The least of our worries. That's all I'm going to say on the subject. I don't want to go too, uh, I, I mean, I kind of did. I go a little, a little crazy on you guys. I kind I kind I had to get heated a little bit. I just, it's, it's weird to me that this can cause this much turmoil in a fan base over the word lambs. I just, I, I guess I just don't get it. Maybe I, maybe I don't get it. Maybe I'm the jerk here. You guys are all right for being wicked offended at the word lambs, but I doubt it. This is the first time I've actually done anything like this on you guys. This is the first time I've actually had to uh, pull out some opinion on you guys and and let you guys just know how I feel and that, that I think something's absolutely ridiculous because I think this truly is. I'm going to move on. And uh, we're going to get into some transactions here. I'm going to try to lighten this up a little bit. I know it's going to be it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to do, but I'm doing it anyway. I'm moving on. So uh, some transactions for you guys. The Rams, all two futures contracts have signed tackle Darrell Williams, quarterback Brandon Allen, wide receiver Austin Prohl, tackle Kyle Murphy, linebacker Travon Howard, and safety uh, Dante Dayon. Dayon. Dang it, I knew I was going to mess that up. I think it's Dayon or Dayon, maybe. I knew I was going to mess that up. Uh, but okay, we, so we signed those guys to some futures contracts. That's uh, not the biggest news. We're looking forward, though, to the offseason. Now it is time to put that game behind us, the Super Bowl behind us. We had a great run, and I'm just going to go ahead and just, um, in my mind, mentally, I'm just going to block that game out. Our Super Bowl was against the Saints. I'm just going to put that in my head, and we won that game in overtime with a 57-yard field goal. It was amazing. We all celebrated, and uh, we popped champagne at my Super Bowl or my uh, party that I'm calling it my Super Bowl. I don't even care. We did that, and it was a great time, but I don't know what you guys did for that one, but uh, there was no cell- <laughs> there was no champagne at the Super Bowl party, just keg stands afterwards to try to forget what just happened. Uh, but uh, we got the offseason coming up, and this is going to be, you know, Ram Showcase does go all, all offseason, so you guys can stick with me if I didn't hurt your feelings too bad on that whole LA Times bit. But uh, some important dates to keep an eye on. On February 19th is the first day that teams can begin to use the franchise or transition tags. This is not something that uh, is regularly used, but the Rams have used the franchise tag uh, pretty regularly in recent years. February 26th to March 4th is the Scouting Combine. This is one of my favorite things to watch, and uh, I'm not going to give you guys a mock draft. I don't care. I, I, I know you guys, some, some people really love mock drafts and all that stuff. 
I hate them. I think they're pointless. I think they're time wasters. And I'm not about wasting my time. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. So I'm not going to. Now, uh, this is the scouting combine, though. This gives us a good chance to see some guys who are coming out and going to be in the NFL next year, which is very exciting stuff. I like to watch the, the combine so that I, when the Rams do make their picks, I know who that guy is a little bit. That's why I like to watch the combine. I don't watch the combine to do mock drafts. Mock drafts are lame and pointless. And uh, if you guys can show me one mock draft that has been right from anybody, like 1 to 32... Or even just, you know what? One to ten. You give me a mock draft that has, uh, the first ten picks absolutely correct, including the trades and everything. I'll do a mock draft for you guys. Boom. I'll do it. But just a Rams mock draft. I don't care about the other teams. Uh, March 5th, the deadline for franchise and transition tags. That, that, uh, deadline is on 1 p.m. at 1 p.m. LA time. March 13th, free agency begins. It'll be Happy New Year. Which is, uh, my new year. I, that's, a, this is the new year that I go off of. So March 13th, 1 p.m. Los Angeles time is New Year's Day. And that's gonna be pretty exciting stuff. April 15th, teams with returning head coaches can begin off-season, uh, uh, workouts. So, uh, the, the date for, for, uh, teams that have brand new head coaches is earlier than that, but I didn't want to put that in. I, I, well, I didn't, I could have, I guess, but the April 15th with, now, the Rams head coach is coming back. So well, this is the, the date that's important to all of us. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to stumble over this. Uh, April 25th to, through the 27th is the 2019 NFL Draft. Rams again picking 31st. Mid-July training camps will begin and the schedules of those are not uh, yet available. And then we go to August 1st, which will be the Hall of Fame game. And September 5th, we have the 2019 season kickoff. Uh, so the weekend after the September 5th is likely when the Rams will be playing, um, just because uh, the, the opening game usually goes to the Super Bowl champion. So I'm assuming that the New England Patriots will be taking that one. And uh, this is a little game I wanted to play with you guys. Uh, I'm calling it Staying or Going, and it's very simple. And basically what I'm going to do, I have a list of the Rams free agents, and I'm going to let you guys know this is not something I normally do. I'm not, I'm not a big guy in predictions. I do hit the Joe Stradamus stuff every once in a while, but I'm more of a wait for something to happen than analyze it, not a predict what's going to happen, guys. So uh, this is one of the times every year that you guys will get some predictions out of me. And uh, this is I'm going to go over the Rams free agents and who I think's coming back and who I think's leaving. Then I'll also go over some other stuff here at the end. But here's the list of the 2019 free agents for the Rams. And then this is it. Just It's very simple. Very simple. And I'll give you guys a little bit of an explanation on some of these, not all of them. Uh, Nadamakan Sue. So I think Nadamakan Sue is going. And that's simply because he was was here kind of on a rental. We kind of had him on just that one-year rental. Gave him $14 million. And that was a deal for Sue. Uh, I, I do think that some other team is going to offer him more money. And he's going to be enticed to take that. Also, um, I know that, you know, Sue did land on the top 101 on PFF, all that stuff. Uh, but the fact that in Dominican Sue, he got so much better in the playoffs actually kind of frustrated me. And the reason that that frustrated me so much was that it proved that he was going half speed all season, except for the game against the Lions, which I think he just wanted something to prove there. So, uh, that's what frustrated me about, uh, in Dominican Sue this season. If he comes back, um, I'm kind of thinking that the, the coaching staff will see this and see the fact that he 
he performed much better in the playoffs, and maybe there might be something in there, uh, maybe some more incentive-based uh, wording in his contract where a certain level of sacks, something like that, could get him more money, which would entice him to play better during the regular season. Uh, LaMarcus Joyner, I do think, is going, and it's not because I want him to. That's another thing I need to say for you guys, is um these... Uh, th- these are not whether I want them to stay or want them to go. These are just straight-up predictions. I think uh, LaMarcus Joyner will be going, and that's simply because the Rams gave him the franchise tag last year. He played on it all year and uh, didn't really work on anything long-term, didn't even really try. So I think for that reason, uh, LaMarcus Joyner, maybe they're not liking him so much. This was, as a safety, one of his weaker seasons. Uh, overall, defense really didn't play that amazing. Did have some some games that they they really stepped up in some situations that they were really strong in, but overall not the strongest. Roger Saffold, I think, is going to stay. Um, you know, we've kind of seen this go back and forth earlier in the year. We kind of saw that Roger Saffold looked like he was definitely going to stay, and then it came out that he was saying, "Well, I got to do what's best for my family." and I think what that kind of is going to translate to is that what's going to be best for his family is not moving. And so I do think Roger Saffold stays, and I do think we get a little bit of a hometown discount for Saffold, who is starting to age but is still uh, one of our better offensive linemen. Dante Fowler Jr., I did recently change this one to staying. I think that he's going to be able to stay. Uh, Reports are saying that Fowler will hit the open market, and that's really going to be where the Rams see what he's pulling as far as a, a potential contract, but I do think that the Rams bring him back. Uh, Dominique Easley, I think, is going, has ended the last two seasons on IR, and you know what? He's just kind of here. He's using up a roster spot and not on the field like ever, so I don't think that the Rams bring him back. Matt Longacre had one of his worst seasons as a Ram. I think he is going. Ethan Westbrooks, he continues to be a very strong rotational player, uh, on the defensive line. So I'm going to go ahead and say that he is staying. I think the Rams do bring back Sam Shields. I think he did enough to earn a uh, longer role with the with the Rams. Sean Mannion, I do believe, is going. I think that uh, I don't like Sean Mannion. I know a lot of fans don't like Sean Mannion. Uh, but the reason that I have Sean Mannion leaving is because I think there's going to be some teams that want to test him out, that want to see what he's got. He's not going to get a chance to play for the Rams. I think he's going to get an offer somewhere, and the Rams just aren't going to be willing to to match that. C.J. Anderson, I know a lot of fans really want this guy back. I do as well. I think C.J. Anderson adds an interesting dynamic to the Rams' offense, but I do think C.J. Anderson leaves, and that is simply because I think C.J. Anderson is a starting running back, and somebody's going to pay him as such, and the Rams not really in a position to pay another guy starting wages at the running back position. Todd Gurley already making more than uh, any running back ever. Rameek Wilson, I do believe, will stay. He's proven to be a solid special teams player and rotational linebacker. Troy Hill, I believe, will stay as well. He has come in and filled in uh, respectably when he has needed to. Uh, Malcolm Brown, I'm going to go ahead and say, is staying. And I think that that will go in part with uh, C.J. Anderson leaving, that the Rams will want to um, keep Malcolm Brown. Linebacker Bryce Hager, I'm going to say, is leaving and that's simply because he just hasn't really developed into into a whole lot, um, even on special teams, not a massive contributor. JoJo Natson, I do believe, has done enough to maintain a role as the kick returner for the Rams. For that reason, I think he stays. Dominic Hatfield, I believe, stays as well. Corey Littleton, absolutely think he's staying. I think the Rams pay him 
uh, whatever he really is uh, pulling as far as market value. Now, he is the Rams' starting linebacker, and I think he played amazing this year. Blake Countess, I do believe, will stay as well. Kevin Peterson, cornerback, I do believe, will leave. Morgan Fox, uh, unfortunate cut short uh, last year. Well, not even cut short, just didn't even participate last year uh, with that torn ACL. I do believe he will stay, though. Uh, Kaderil Hodge, I think, will leave. Uh, Garrett Sickles, linebacker, I think, will leave as well. And Carlos Thompson, I do believe, will leave. And uh, this this next little bit here is uh, non-free agents that I think are going to be cut or could potentially retire, and then we'll talk about that situation uh, depending on the player. So uh, running back Justin Davis, I think, could be cut, and uh, the Rams would eat $5,000 but save $645,000 with cutting Justin Davis. And with John Kelly being the active running back over Justin Davis, I think uh, later in the season with Malcolm Brown's injury, I think is really spelling the initial uh, doom for Justin Davis. Wide receiver Mike Thomas, the Rams do eat $29,019 uh, to cut Mike Thomas, but they do save 720000 And uh, this one's coming because I just don't think that the Rams necessarily need Mike Thomas, could open up that cap space and use it elsewhere. Left tackle Andrew Whitworth could retire. That is a very real possibility. No one close to Andrew Whitworth knows yet whether he will or not. He is due $15,909,168 in 2019. So the Rams definitely save uh, some money if, if Whitworth does retire. John Sullivan, I think, could retire as well. And I do think that John Sullivan's chances of retiring are higher than Andrew Whitworth. Personally, he is due... Uh, $5,250,000 in 2019. Michael Brockers, I think, is a potential cut candidate. He is, uh, the Rams do eat $750,000, uh, in, in dead cap if, if he is cut before March 15th, but that number jumps up to almost 3 million on the 15th, or, uh, just after the 15th. Uh, but ultimately, the Rams do save $10 million to cut Michael Brockers. So uh, if you can, you know, get away with three quarters of a million in dead to save $10 million, I think it's potential that Michael Brockers gets cut. He did see a lot of one-on-ones this season and was not able to capitalize on much. Linebacker Mark Barron. I do think it's potential. It's, it's a higher potential to restructure Mark Barron than to just straight cut him unless he's really interested in playing somewhere else. The Rams do eat $2 million uh, to cut him, but save uh, almost $7 million, uh, in that transaction. Marcus Peters, I do think, is a definite candidate to be cut. Uh, Marcus Peters did not necessarily perform to his full capabilities under the Wade Phillips defense, and the Rams don't eat anything for cutting him. Zero dollars in dead cap, but they do save over $9 million in that move. And then cornerback Akib Talib, he has due $8 million next season. He could potentially retire. I'm not seeing uh, that he's going to retire. I don't think that he necessarily will, but he is at about that age, and he has done a lot in his in his career. I do think he returns, but he is due $8 million, and if the Rams do not decide to keep him, then uh, they see zero in dead cap space if he is cut, so they save all $8 million there. And that would open up a whole lot of space. Just just some of these moves. If all these guys left, the Rams would save uh, definitely a lot of money 
uh, for sure. Uh, this is going to be a short episode for you guys, as that's going to do it for me. I did not know that I was going to be able to uh, do this episode today, so I did not get a chance to ask for fan quesos, so I do apologize about that. Uh, next week, we will get back onto the regular Wednesday schedule, though, and you can ask away. Ask away. Uh, but I will, just so you guys know, I will be going uh, undergoing some uh, medical stuff uh, that could change, could alter the schedule of uh, Ram Showcase in some capacities. But I try to keep you guys as up to date as possible. Um, it won't ever stop. Ram Showcase is going to go until I die. Uh, but you know, some of the sometimes the scheduling is a is a conflict, especially when medical stuff is involved. But don't worry, guys. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I just need to put that out there. But I am okay. I just have some stuff I got to take care of. Um, but I don't know when that'll happen, but I do try to keep you guys as up to date as possible. Uh, you guys noticed maybe on the Ram Showcase Facebook and Twitter page that I did post uh, earlier this week that Ram Showcase would not appear on Wednesday. I did not, not know what day it would appear. And to be completely honest, I didn't even know that I was going to be doing this until about 10 minutes before I started recording. So lucky you guys. Maybe that's why I got so aggressive in that LA Times thing. Maybe. Just maybe. Uh, let's see here. Make sure you guys follow the Ram Showcase on all your favorite social media. That's at Ram Showcase on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Ram Showcase. You can also follow me at Sheriff Joe Bags on Instagram and Twitter, Facebook.com slash Sheriff Joe Bags. That is going to do it for me, though. I am Sheriff Joe Bags. This is Ram Showcase on Sports War Radio. For those of you that aren't Rams fans, our thoughts and prayers are with you. For those of you that are Rams fans, thank you guys so much for listening, and you guys have a great night.